This week on Dr. Drew After Dark. Hey, Dr. Drew. Hey, Mama Jeans. Hi, Jeans. What's up with your boner? These are hard questions, right? right? They're philosophical. It's all gray area. Like, I always tell Tom when he's on the road during my period, I'm like, dude, you just, you got lucky. It was shark week and you're gone. <laughs> Plan to Jump be in the water. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough to look into the darkness. So we, did hard. we talk about this a couple months ago, you and I? We talk about it every time we see each other. <laughs> the darkness. <laughs> the darkness. Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey everybody, welcome to Dr. After Dark. Christina P. is back, everybody! Phone number 818-253-1693 and emails uh, gmail.com. And of course, we're doing live phone calls. Thank you to Christina P. who's organized this Just so we can me. actually take calls. I yeah. take full credit, yeah. not yeah. Annie or Nadav or yeah. any of the other guys that work here. No, 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 no. It's all you. This whole thing is you. It this is whole, Just this me. building. Not Tom Cigarette. Just Christina P. Who, who's a... Who's a... Well, this you know Tom's how men part. are. The woman driving behind is just a, a little more. I don't tell people that. <laughs> but I think the staff knows on some level that I, I mommy know that is. makes the shit go. Yeah, talk to my bit. wife. She will be explicit about mm-hmm. it. She does mm-hmm. tell many people about it. Yeah. She's like, this dude, because of me, that's it. But but there is a team. There, listen, that's why, can I tell you something? This is a good topic. Yes. That's why it's so important for men and women to choose a good life partner, yeah. a good mate in life. So we're going to talk about relationships today, but this yes. is a great place to start. Oh, that was so good. Yes. Yeah. Well done. That was we, a good segue. We didn't plan this. No. So, so the, 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 what I noticed across the, the lifespan of my relationship at marriage is that I was never taught or no, nothing was ever made of the fact that, you know, a lot, there was a lot made of the romance and the relationship and the sex and the relationship, blah, blah, blah. But you're building a life together yes. and you're building a family together. These are big undertakings Massive. that your teammate, your yeah. partner in this has to be with you just the way you'd select a vice president if you're trying to run a giant business or something. I know. It's the same fucking thing. And can I hate it that my mother told me this when she I was did? little? Your mother wasn't all bad. This I is know. the first thing we found good about no, your mom. No, and I'm telling you, lately I'm siding with her on certain things, but mm. she did say to me, Marriage is not about love. It is a business arrangement. Now, I don't agree necessarily with all of that statement, but there is something to the idea of it being you're you're in the business of building a life and build, building a family yes. unit. Well, if in that okay. regard, so we have begun. I get Susan's not going to be in here right now, but I, we got to have this conversation <laughs> with her soon. We have started to chat about. We're watching people kind of struggle in their relationships and that, and we were like, dude, we are four years into this thing. There is uh, no pulling this apart. Mm. You know what I mean? If you start fucking up and we have to live separate lives, we're still not going to get a divorce. Right. (laughs) Because it's just too much. It's too much. Why would you at some point? Too much. We've built this whole thing together. And I I don't imagine that happening to us. But even then, it's like, it's just not an option. I know. I I don't care how pissed I get. Maybe I'd feel differently if, if I get really, really pissed. I agree, though. Listen, I went into marriage without being like, there's no way out. This is, it's no divorce. I don't divorce. I will not divorce. And I will not bring children into this marriage, Mm. into this world Mm. and get divorced. So I share the same thought as you, which is like, dude, whatever the fuck is happening, we're going to go, like, you're not leaving. Figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because here's, and here's what I've watched as a child of divorce. Both my parents married, remarried two, three, four times. Guess what, fools? If you don't do the work on yourself, you're going to marry the same person. Same shit, different toilet. What is it? (laughs) Iverson. Same shit, different toilet. Yes. So you think you're upgrading your partner by dumping the old guy. But guess what, bitch? Once that sex haze phases out, you likely are with the same motherfucker. Yep. Because it, it's because the, and I'm sure we'll talk about some of this today. It's because of the, the, we have fittedness, you know what I mean? Our relationship sort of have maps that, that we are attracted to certain things and we fit with certain things and we're comfortable with certain things. We like yeah. certain things and that's not going to change unless you really do some work. <laughs> really do work. <laughs> really but, here's, work. but here's the struggle and the task of marriage is that you and I, especially we're both married young. Like mm. uh, I married 30, 31. Wait, what? 31 was I got married. Okay, well, I got married at 32. But we, we got together when together, we were 24. Yeah, same. we started hanging out then. Yeah. So Tom was like 26 mm. and I was 28. Or he was 25. I was 28 when we started dating. So you start off as a kid mm. and then you have to grow together. Like mm-hmm. you have to grow independently as humans mm-hmm. and then your relationship has to grow. That's the challenge. Yes. Is can I grow with this person into yes. the next level stage of maturity? And I don't know how the fuck, she, maybe, I, maybe she thinks the same thing about me, how I, fuck, I put up with some of her shit when we were younger, but how she put up with my workaholism early. Oh my God, but, I don't know. But she's pretty independent. I think yeah. Susan Pinsky, it's funny because I, I know you guys a little bit better now. I've, you're, I think you've said before, you're like, she's fine without me. She can go on without me. <laughs> oh yeah, no, she'd be fine. Yeah, I don't have to worry about that. She's not dependent on anything. Yeah, that's fine. Do you really believe that? I think she's happier with me, but I don't have to worry about her falling apart. She can oh, take care of herself. Yeah, no, yeah. most definitely not. She's tough, I like that. Yeah, very yeah. tough. But also then you throw children into the relationship. So now not there's not just two of you. There's three of you. Five of us. There's four in you. There's so many people coming out of you that ruin your relationship in a way in the beginning. So you have to navigate this new dynamic. Mm. One kid comes. That's a massive change. Two kids come. Now there's four people that you're working out. And I think what happened, at least in our early baby making relationship, is like, I didn't know what was fucking happening. I didn't have a mother or an elder woman to be like, here's what's going to happen. You're going to have a kid. You're going to hate your husband for a while. (laughs) But you should talk to him and you guys will figure it out. Do you know what I mean? Instead, I was like, I fucking hate this. I hate everybody. And and that's an issue. We just call that postpartum depression. That's it. Um, so yeah, it takes, it's a Herculean effort. And, and you have to push through it. Think if you just cave to it or whatever and all those weird feelings. Well, that's when you get divorced. That's, I think people go. And, and there, that, that's one phase of many that you go through as time goes along. Say, what if say a spouse more. gets sick or say something? Say more, yeah. What if a spouse gets sick or old or whatever? I mean, there's so if, much shit. You mean when, Yeah, homie? when. Well, what if there's an age difference? And people don't plan that at all. I've seen that so many times. Tell me about that Oh one. my God. When people have a 20 year age gap. Yeah. And it's usually the male's older. Not always, not these days. Yeah. And the, the other spouse becomes a caretaker. That is so not something, hot. Yeah, it is. Talk about a, <laughs> one, one of the, the vag drying yeah. crowd. Talk about that. <laughs> Changing my husband's diapers yeah. is a vag dryer. Yeah. yeah. Fucking gross, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know because it sounds all hot and horny in the beginning. You're like, yeah, this guy's so mature. He's my daddy issues. And then in a decade, he's going to be old as shit and you're young and well funny there's i saw a call in here maybe we should take a call this yeah. computer keeps turning off there we go oh we have lots of them here that's so juicy uh, oh my ooh. god i can't oh. fucking wait okay oh, let's go goodness. i like these sounds okay, okay hold on there was here i would take an erection call though yes okay here we go uh and this is steven steven's got a boner doesn't 
Oh, hey, Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Hey. Hey, man. Hey, Dr. Drew. Hey, Mama Jeans. Hi, Jeans. What's up with your boner? Um, yeah, so I, uh, I I tried Viagra for off and on for a couple of months, two or three months, mm. and um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have a problem like getting a, an erection, but it was maintaining the erection. It, it's like I, it's like the slightest little thing could could distract me and and while having sex, mm-hmm. and uh, um, I would just lose it. You know, it would just it would just go away. How old um, are you? I, I sometimes like forty. Are you on any medication? Little. No. Are you? Nope. You said a little, a little overweight. overweight. A little overweight. That's I, usually. I need, to, I need to lose some weight. But. People say a little overweight. They're usually talking about 100 pounds. No. How much do you weigh? Three. No, no. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, realistically, I'd probably be like overweight, but. Uh, how, much um, you, how much do you weigh? You know, I'm, I'm, three, weight. I'm 300, 300 pounds. 300 pounds. Yeah, that cannot. But the, the weight alone, when that impacts Absolutely. your erections. Oh, my God. Buddy, you got to lose weight for your boner. It, it just the yeah. adip- the adipose tissue produces so much estrogen mm-hmm. that it just overwhelms your testosterone production, and it can definitely yeah. definitely affect erectile function. You said Viagra. What was the dose the Viagra used? Um, I believe it was uh, forty, and then I, um, I I wrote back to them that it wasn't helping, <laughs> and they said uh, we'll try eighty. They, they, they said I could do up to eighty, so I, I did start taking two pills at a time, mm. um, but. Uh, yeah, same same thing. Yeah, uh, you can take Cialis on top of Viagra, though that gets a little more dicey in terms of risks. And the next uh-huh. the next order yeah. thing are injectables. They have these injections you can put in the penis. In the penis. Into the penis. How painful oh, no. is that? It's, it's yeah. a no, tiny no, little no, needle. No. It's not that painful. Nope, He's nope, like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> uh, and then pumps. That's what comes after all of it is penis pumps. Uh, and so you really... Well, 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 go ahead. I don't want you having penis pump because you need to lose 80 pounds. Lose the eighty pounds. No, well, my, I guess my question was, or the, the other alternative, and just your advice would be um, TRT. Yeah. What, okay. What would, so, um, so hold on. We'll get on that in a second. Well, not that kind of that. penis pump. That's a. That's okay. a. I'm talking about penis pump that's in implanted in the penis. So in, in penile implants. Oh no 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 no. I'm just saying that's no, what no, I'm no, talking no. about next. There we are. Penile implants. People are happy when they get those. Yeah, See how sure. they they pump the testicle and that makes the whole thing. Go right. See that, Christine? Is that? Yeah, I do. But how does he? Is the pump always connected? Yes. Like you always have to go. Yes. It has like so a release does, valve. So psh, Wait, where goes, does the f- f- part goes into the into the penis? See, there's that yellow in the penis. Hold on. He <laughs> squeezes his nuts to make his dick harder. Pump it. Pump it. You squeeze you, your you, nuts. Show show the one Dude, of the upper upper rad. left hand corner there. That I one. want everybody getting this. See the blue thing, the blue in the penis. That's a that's a it's like a bladder that fills up with the fluid that you pump out of the testes. That's rad, dude. Yeah. You should totally get this. <laughs> Forget losing weight, bro. Go straight to the pump. It's no, so no. Good. I don't want you getting pumped just because you're weight. Yes, testosterone replacement is another way to go, but. It seems you if if I were to do something like that with you, I would say, look, you're going to have to have a weight loss program that we're aiming towards getting off of right. this shit and get the weight down and get that sort of all squared. And as always, when people have low testosterone, the doctor's got to explain why, it's, not just immediately put the in the weight in some cases. The Don't estrogen. just automatically put them on testosterone. Just why yeah. are they sick and what's the plan with it? Well, not only that, so, I would say, too, getting into your 40s, dicey proposition being overweight. Don't you think that's yes. the deck? That's your final decade. You're not allowed to, clean to say that up. anymore. Now it's Why? like, oh, because overweight is just. Uh, oh yeah, you're just as healthy. Yeah. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Listen to the callers we have. Bullshit. 
No way. It, 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 there, so let's just flesh that out a little bit. The, the, you can be okay. You can be. Some people are. But if you're starting to have diabetes and erectile dysfunction, that's your body, and hypertension, that's your body saying you're not at the right weight. Mm. Okay? Now, there is something called the obesity paradox. You ever heard of this? Yes, I have, and I don't like it. I don't think it makes sense to me. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me either, and I think it may be a vestige of the kind of obesity people used to get. Now we're getting really serious obesity at such a large mm. scale that I think that a paradox may sort of wash out. So, so but explain the paradox. The, the paradox is that obese people tend to live longer. That's the basic paradox. That's wild. Now, if you, I think it is a more of a function of what happens when you get a lot older. When you get a lot older, when you're skinny and debilitated, that's the worst. Yeah, you fall, sucks. you break bones and stuff. When you're heavier and you know you sort of your muscles have to contend with that. And that's that's what I was just you, thinking. You know, yeah, like you survive. Like it's in a way like survival of the fittest, where yeah. you're carrying around this fat suit and you must be pretty strong. You get strong from that. And, yeah. and But it, it's it's less problem than being frail. Yeah, frail is no is good frail. either. It's no Pilates. good. Pilates. You had to do your Pilates. Okay, we have so many good questions. Here oh, we go. I can't okay. fucking wait. Uh, oh, let's do it this one, uh, Al, because it's what you were talking about with hating your husband. Oh, sure. Al, what's going on? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hi, good. Al. Good. Hi, me, Mommy. Hi, Jeans. Um, I was calling because uh, I've got a girlfriend. We are creeping up on being together for a year. Mm-hmm. And one of the reoccurring challenges that we face is that she has PMDD. It's pretty severe. So premenstrual dysphoric disorder. She some wild mood swings. Mm. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Dude, no, I'm just like, I get it. Uh, did you have bad mood swings? With, with Before I got on progesterone, when I'm perimenopausal, so I get it. That hormone stuff is real, homie. I told you to it's, look into this I shit didn't and get know, on it. But yeah. I didn't know. I was on like Lexapro instead. I'm like, yeah, that's what they not. do. They put these women on antidepressants and they really just need hormones. Because, that, oops, that's all, it's uh, all in your mind. How old right? is okay, she? Go ahead. How old is she, though? Uh, 31. So she, she it'd be, be. possible perimenopausal, but probably not. And she's had this probably her whole adult life. Yeah, but it was really only in the past, I would say, five or six years that um, it kind of, okay. like she found out that there was a diagnosis. All right, so that. here's what's interesting. Mm. What should the male partner do? Fuck when, him. When, Fuck <laughs> right off. Well, should we just disappear for a couple of days? Should well, we be on. a servant for so, a couple so, days? But what is his question? So what is your question? Like what to do about this? Well, um, so... the. The emotions, you know, they get so big. Um, yeah. And, you know, obviously, like, when you're in the middle of it, it's all very valid. But then, like, once the mood swing is over, um, a lot of the times, like, whatever issue it was that was at the forefront gets forgotten about. Mm. And so, you know, I want to take her seriously, mm. but I also don't want to, like, over-invest in something Because, you know, it's cray-cray. Mm-hmm. Over-invest in her or in the argument? The feelings. Um, in the argument, yeah. in, in the mood. Scene. All right, homie, I'm going to tell you what's up with chicks. Here's what you're going to do, bro. The second you catch wind of PMS and you know, you can confirm it. Number one, never say shit to a woman. Like, oh, are you, are you, are you, why is that so disturbing? If it were any other condition and you'd go, hey, maybe you're depressed. You'd go, oh, thank you. Maybe I haven't thought about that. Because it's PMDD, like, fuck you. Because you don't know when you're in it. I understand, but wouldn't you want to know? Wouldn't you want to be able to put it? (laughs) That's like like when you're angry and someone goes, calm down. What does that do? Makes you even crazier. Mm -hmm. So when someone's like, you're being crazy, period, isn't it? Be like, fuck your mother, I'll kill you. So 
what you're going to do is... Remind me not to be about Christina premenstrual. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's what I've learned over the years <laughs> is to give my husband a heads up. Hey, listen, I'm about to go into crazy town. I might be fucking weird. I'm I'm psychotic right now. Please give me two days okay, so to be what psychotic. Do we do? And what do we do? What you're going to do is you're not going to bring this shit up. You're not going to say fucking shit. Are you safer <laughs> on the kids? Mm, yeah. You're going to give her sweets. You're going to buy her candy, chocolate, whatever it is she likes uh, to. Yes. You're going to feed her the things she likes, the sweet treats she you, likes. You make me fatter. What do you do? A little older, no. Backfire. That means that he doesn't that think happens. she's fat. I've, I've tried this, and that's uh -oh. what I usually get. Mm -hmm. What is that you You're going to make me fat. Yeah. You don't support my diet. Fuck. Or, okay, then do the stuff she likes. Is there a stupid movie she likes to watch? And if that fails, disappear, um, bro. Yeah. So that's the question. So, so here's the bottom line. Bottom line. Disappear or become a silent servant. <sighs> I mean, listen, bro. If I were you, I would just get the fuck out of town. Like, I always tell Tom when he's on the road during my period, I'm like, dude, you just you got lucky. You just missed the worst week. It was shark week and you're gone. You're lucky. <laughs> like, plan, plan to Show be- Show in the water. Yeah. <laughs> plan, plan trips. Ah. With we your, got there a moment before I did. Yeah. yeah. Plan, plan trips, plan to be out, plan to be with your friends more. Not I mean, at night. The, but remember that no matter what you do, it's wrong. You're fucked either way, yeah. bro. That's so what I'm trying yeah. to tell you. Like, I think silent servant is sort of an okay way. You just just, uh, just bite your fucking tongue and just kind of, just, just. Yeah. Because I'll tell you something, men go through bad moods too. Like when my husband's angry and he's angry about stupid shit, like yeah. the fucking plants. And I'm like, yes. oh, okay. That's his PMS. I just shut the fuck up. And I go about my business and let him work it out on his own. Yes. So shut the fuck up. Maybe go about it your own way. I think women are a little better at that than men are. To shut the fuck up and go on? No, let us go on about our business. We we, we tend to want to fix everything. And so we're like, whoa, what's going on? What's up? Like, let's my husband's the exact yeah. opposite. Yeah, okay, my husband is such a runner. Like if he sees me mildly irritated, he just heads for the hills. He knows better. Good. He so hides. there you go. The Hide. First hand account. Hide, sweetie. Go make plans. Go have fun. Try to be nice. Oh. That's all you can do. Oh my goodness, this all is right. a good one. I'm sorry. All right, I'm I'll sorry. Work all right, my friend. Yeah. Here's a good one, Christina. Okay. This is a Christina. Oh, a Christina, Christina. Yeah, she's can Canadian. Now. She's Hello? from Ontario. Me too. Hi. Ontario, Canada. Canada. Hi. Hi. Are you from Ontario, Canada? Hey, can y'all hear me? Yes, oh, y'all can. She's not from Ontario, Canada. <laughs> Hi. I am calling from Ontario, Canada. Hello. Oh, what part? <laughs> okay, forget it. Oh, um, I'm about a 45 minutes south of Toronto. Okay, mm. I was born in Windsor, so shout out. And you know how she, um, you notice how Canadians say. Oh, Windsor. Say okay, so 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 Windsor <laughs> is like 45 minutes south of me, so I'm right in the middle. All right, hoser. And uh, the hosers, are, by the way, they never hey, say. They don't, they don't say Toronto. 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 All right. Hey, so what's up, Christina? Toronto. Toronto. What's up? Hey, so, okay, so um, my question is as follows. So I'm a grown-ass woman, and as such, I have uh, reproductive issues. I have PCOS, and I have a very large fibroid in my uterus. Hmm. And um, it's all fine and good. Like, sometimes I bleed, sometimes I don't. And when I wasn't, my ever-loving boyfriend who just loves to go down on me 24-7. This 24/7. is like a couple of months ago. Mm. He was going down on me, and he caught a blood clot in his mouth. 
And I wasn't really prepared for that. I didn't expect it. And he jumped up and he was really scared. It was <laughs> an embryo. A fetus. <gasps> so, okay, okay. So, so I was like, no, honey, it's not an embryo. It's just my body. Uh, but then the cunnilingus quickly stopped from there. And he hasn't gone down to me since. Yeah. And it's been a year. A year? Yeah, it's been a year yeah, with, no, with no cunnilingus. And uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm a woman with needs and shit's getting pretty horny. So hold on. So, so, so hold do? on. So, so when you say he caught a blood clot. Yeah, I'm still like. Yeah. He went like in his mouth. Yeah. So his tongue was really deep into my pussy. And I, my fibroid, like I have, I have a huge fibroid and I've got PCOS and I've got all these other shit. And so I thought that everything was clean and I had checked it before, but something dislodged from oh my, my uterus gosh. and and just swept into his An mouth with it... waves of oh, okay. life. Fired and, it. Uh, fired it into his mouth. He caught it. He caught. Fired he... a clot. Like, okay, poof, like a you. ping yeah. pong ball. That's tough. <laughs> yeah. Because I thought she literally passed an embryo and didn't notice. No, he was worried that that okay. was the case because okay. it was so, so. I was like, I was like, sister, you, you should have felt your miscarriage. Yes, okay, I'm, yes. okay, I'm not as worried about this. Okay. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, it, was like, it, was, it wasn't a miscarriage. No. It was. It was just. I, I I've got this really. I've got this funky uterus. Sure, you've got it's a chunk of uterus. We've got the first three go rounds. We got, got the PCOS, the fibroids, blah blah blah. Yeah, it's a uterine chunk that came out. And and also he was going down on me, so I was super horny and like shit was quenching. Ah, so that's where the firing so came I was from. Like, the, the, so like she propelled yeah, it out. So my uterus was contracting. Well, let me ask this. Let me ask this. What? Why does he have to spend so much time? At the vag, like in the vag, is that important to you? Well, he, oh, that's an excellent question. I mean, I don't know. He loves the vag. Does, does he understand? I know what he, he loves. He loves it because he thinks you love it. Does he understand your anatomy? Oh, Doctor True. God, thank you. I mean, yes, he likes to. He moves. He moves upstairs. Forget what he there. likes. He here's what right men now. likes. Here's what men like. <laughs> men like what you I know, like. I know. So, there's, there's an interesting study just came out that said, you know, what what do most men find most um, sort of uh, turns them on the most during sex? And most men almost always say the female partners being turned on. Of course. And, and when they ask the females what turns them on, it's like what I'm experiencing. What turns me on is me thinking about what I'm feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So, this penguin so like, he was, he was way in the basement. Yeah, I know. He doesn't I need to go there. Let him stay on static. top. Let him stay in the first floor. He can stay on top where your clitoris is and educate him about what really would work for you and if should there be any future clots, they will, they will miss his mouth. 
because his mouth will be elsewhere. Okay. Hey, what about this? This is yes, and by the way, and describe how important it is for him. And if it's in for you rather, and if by the way, and if it, if he doesn't respond, get a vibrator, incorporate that into what you guys always. are doing. And number always, two, always. Christina says always. Always. Be sure to go get a whole variety. Or I mean, is this two nineties? But like, what about dental dams? Remember that if he's spooked, maybe start him off on a dental yeah, dam yeah, until he sees that there's nothing funky yeah, coming good idea. out. But I think he has grave men are only interested in what they think is turning you on. That's it. Oh, and, if so he, then, and if he's spending way too much time at, at the vaginal os, the, yeah, you know, yeah, what, yeah, because yeah. that's what She's she talent, thinks he yeah. likes, he doesn't give a shit about that. He thinks what, what that she's doing something for her. Yeah. And you got it. Men do. And you're laughing about it. Men have no idea. I have such a history because I'm, I'm smiling about things that like my teenage lovers would do. And you're oh, like, right. Well, guess what? I would say most men are still doing the same thing, or at yeah. least kind of in that same zone, because uh, no one has stopped them. It's hey, cut it out. Like no one. Remember likes the hey, that. cut it out. I taught you last show. Yeah, this is one of the things Stop. they need to cut out. Yeah. Stop it. Oh right. God. Yeah. It's just because I didn't know as like a teenager. You don't know what you like. Tell them to stop. Just men, like, men just want to do what they don't care. We don't get offended when you tell us. No, this I know. Not we, a lot we, of offenses. No, we want to be. We want to improve what we're doing. We want to do better. Oh, so just make it good. All right, Samantha, let's hear it. So I have a question. I've mm -hmm. been in a relationship for like nine years and I really love him in a lot of ways. Uh oh. Um, and we have a great uh. thing going, but I just, we have a big personality difference. Like I'm super wild, like you guys, and just kind of like goofy and he's like a little bit more humdrum. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's just super lonely and like I'm feeling yeah. unfulfilled, but everything uh. else is awesome. And I just wonder how petty that is. So into the well, go ahead, Christina. I'll give no, you. I'm because like, no, you go. Well, two of you would be fun for a minute, and then you'd drive each other crazy. Just the way for him, two of him would not be fun. He, he I no doubt in my mind, he enjoys these things you bring to the relationship, and it sounds like it's more mm -hmm. on your end that you're feeling sort of let lonely. down or lonely, whatever it is. Yeah. And my fear is, buckle up, honey. My fear is <laughs> that you have some kind of burgeoning alcoholism or something and you need this very high degree of stimulation in order to kind of feel okay. And, wow. and you're sort of one of these sort of extreme people that really it's part of your biology you know that we call alcoholism oftentimes right because she's not but happy with like the safe you need that you need normal. the over the top stuff you need stimulation I, and wow. I think and I'm, I'm gonna I, well what am I or just more conversation well that would be fine You that's, he can easily provide that right but but are you in that zone mm -hmm. where you kind of need a lot of stuff you need a lot of a lot of um, action I, I don't I'm like uh, okay well like I'm kind of similar to Christina like Eastern European race Croatian over here so I have some things. We just hear alcoholic uh, when you say that. <laughs> Mental illness, you mean? Seriously, like, no. I love normal. Like, it's yeah, been like my life goal to just be more normal. More yeah. normal than so what? Than what? Like, I have no... More normal than, than... people who I deem a little bit more erratic. <laughs> like your family of origin stuff? Um, yeah, exactly. And, and, what, and, and what well, were the... What were the conditions in the family? We inherit their shit. What was the, in the family of origin stuff? What was there? Um, no one's really diagnosed, but there's just like a lot of, just 
I would say we're very passionate people. So, you know, just quick to anger, quick to be mean. Okay, well, don't really passionate is a, is passionate rules. Passionate is a term I do not accept. That's that's glossing over oftentimes <laughs> serious mental illness, abuse, <laughs> domestic violence. Yeah, it and, does me being nice. And alcoholism. <laughs> and alcoholism. So I'm guessing there's alcohol yeah. in there. Yeah. Eastern there's, European and booze bags were kind of yeah, same in the one. There's alcohol. Oh, sorry. You know what? No, no, I'm saying that we usually go hand in hand. The Eastern Europeans and alcoholism, it's like it's like it's fudge common. and caramel, bro. It's common. And so you inherit... Yeah. Well, you, my extended family has it, for sure, but right. not my my immediate family. All right, but so, we're you, just like, so you inherited it, some of this. It's more so just like his personality. Hang He's on. Boring. You can't change him. <laughs> I'm talking about you. And so you're, you inherited, okay. you inherited <laughs> this tendency, and you're used to high yeah. levels of extreme stimulation from your home environment, from your yeah. family of origin. And it's oh, yeah, it's traumatizing, but you come you've come to be sort of attracted to that. And I will tell you, it's sort of pathological to like that, but it's in you. And unless yeah. you do something about that actively, you can only change you. You can't change him. Um, you're gonna cheat or something. That's my Does fear. It, yeah, I I agree, Samantha. And I I'll tell you because uh, Tom's like super boring too, you know. And part of me, <laughs> yeah. like, like he's so boring in real life, but I love him. And I knew that I needed to break the cycle of my own past to, to get comfortable with boring mm-hmm. because boring is healthy. someone that's healthy People and regulated. Need simple life. People need a yes. simple life. So Samantha, I might offer you, I might say to you if you want, cause every now and then I want a fix too of hanging out with crazies, which is why I'm a comedian. Number two, find a girlfriend yeah. who's also married, but in a committed life like she's not going to act out with you but maybe someone you can go and have a wild conversation yeah. with and have drinks and laugh and then come home and be quote boring with your husband that's your a boy. great piece of advice right because yeah. i have crazy yeah, friends that i'm like yeah. you're fucking crazy i'm gonna go home to my normal life now, bye now but now, it's fun now having said all of that which yeah. i think is good advice there is a zone that some people kind of need you know what i mean you may need more than mm-hmm. you're getting sure it, it just may be true uh, and I, while I'm not saying go all the way to the domestic violence that you were accustomed to, <laughs> but you, name, you may need to be somewhere more in the middle than, than what you've got. And even though what you've got is very healthy and it's not, it's, it gets dicier, the more off that you go, the more away from it you go, the more challenges, the more pathologies, the yeah. more stuff comes up. But some people, just they just can't live without it. And uh, as long as you're not going all the way over there, you know, the way we, all, we always tell people is, if you do end this relationship and, and try to do it again, do not go with someone that gives you lightning bolts. Yeah, Lightning no. bolts will be the shit you came from. Fuck that. You can have sort of butterflies with some excitement, but the lightning bolt shit, you know where that's going. It's like Pamela Anderson. You see the documentary? Yes. Like she ended up being with Tommy Lee, which was daddy, basically, fighting and fucking and fighting and fucking. And there's some excitement there. But yes, that's and she not... can't get over it. And no one's helped her with that. Yeah. I thought that was a problem, by the way. That's documentary number two, where Dr. Drew shows up at Pam Anderson's beach house. Yeah. help her get over this We do this a little shit. talking to her. Yeah. And so what, what Christina said, if you haven't seen the documentary, is that her family of origin, her dad and her mom, were extremely sick. The relationship was just a fucking mess. And I, to my eye, I think dad got sober. I think oh, that's why they were oh. kind of still all had relationships. Cool, great. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. Because otherwise they would have been all blown apart. I know. They wouldn't have put up with that shit. But that dynamic was very familiar. And I think when she had it with Tommy... 
Yeah. And she can't get over it. And can't so get it's over it. it's that is called an addiction, everybody. Yeah. That is being addicted to somebody and to the intensity. You're addicted to the intensity, not the relationship, not the person. You're addicted to the intensity. You just don't know it. God, she's beautiful. I mean, perfect. Well, when she was really young, it was amazing to see her kind of come up through things. You, Gorgeous. You, do you like that documentary? I did. I'm only three quarters of the way through it, so don't. I won't Don't blow for spoil you. it for me. Okay. I like the fact that she did the no makeup stuff too. I admire that. Yeah, it's cool as shit. Yeah. And I guess her son produced this thing. Yep. So I interesting. Like Tommy too, Let so me good. give you an email here. At 38, for the past three months, every night I've been awakened because of a massive, uncomfortable erection. Uh, the, the penis and the taint are getting involved. Even after waking up, the erections don't go away. Either I have to get up and walk around or spend 15 minutes gripping the head Sheesh. so it's not tickled to get relief. What the fuck? I brought this concern to my doctor who seemed to dismiss my concerns and attribute it to my cannabis use, which is really interesting. I curb my pot usage, as suggested, but the problem persists. I have annual checkups, nothing in my test comes up. Erections don't occur any other time, so I'm not worried about unexpected erection while at work or in public. Try different tactics, thinking it might be the penis head being tickled when I roll over. No, 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 no. I'm not having any erotic wet dreams either at the time, so it's not a sexual response for all that I can tell. What would you recommend to address this matter? Well, there is uh, the stretch on the bladder, so keep your bladder empty. There is a spinal reflex when you sleep and sleep cycling that contribute to this. But it's the fact that it's almost a priapism, like a painful erection, that is the problem. And that is almost always substance as a medication. That's always a medication. Interesting. And if you're using boner. any other medication, just uh, realize it could be that. Boner it's a, props. It's a bummer boner. Yeah. Boner bummer. Boner bones. Uh, oh, my gosh. Here we go. Let's Uh-oh. keep going. Oh, here. We got so many good calls. I can't wait. This is an Andres, Andrea, New Hampshire. Hey Dr. There. Drew, so yeah. good to speak with you. You as well. Um, should I just go into it? Let's do it. Go for it. Oh my God, man! My, oh my God, this is wild. Um, so I uh, I'm engaged to a beautiful woman, mm. a best my best friend, an incredible companion. Oh. Um, and we have been together for seven years. Yeah. And um, I love spending time with her. The only problem is uh, she never wants to have sex really. And, um, these weird machinations are starting to form my mind where I'm like suppressing my sexuality and I'm like masturbating a lot, watching a lot of porn. Okay. So hold on. Um, So when you say, when you say never, what what are we talking here? Oh, sorry. Um, once a month maybe. And is that, do you have to like, uh, sort of beg for that or is it mutual? What, what, how does that go down? So to speak. Um, so the way it goes down is every single morning I, uh, ask to have sex. Um, and she says no. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes randomly in the evening, she'll be like, okay. Finally, she caves. Hmm. Is she on any medication? She used to be on some SSRIs. Ooh, geez. Um, she got off of them. Um, sometimes really change. She, she, sometimes the SSRIs can have permanent changes on this stuff. It, it can really go on. There's a whole world out there now of, of support groups, people who've had persistent sexual suppression from SSRIs. Jesus. And you, if that's happening to her, it's a sad thing. She needs to talk to some you know, endocrinologist or doctors that have some experience with this. There's things they can try. But I, I worry that that's what's going on here. Was she one time sexually active with you, and then it changed? Like she? Oh my god! Like when we we met in college, 
and we had the most incredible sex life. Uh-oh. So what changed? When did she go on the antidepressants? Um, we broke up for a few months, and that's when she got on them. Oh, Jesus. What? Okay, so this so sounds like that. Oh, is it, is so antidepressants, sad. or did, what, I mean, is there other factors, like cheating, or what? Oh, did something cause the breakup? Yeah. It's va- drying the vag? Yeah. Did she not trust you? Is she resentful? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. It's just I didn't true. cheat on her. Um, okay. Um... But I, I think I think maybe I did break her heart a little bit when I when I broke up with her. I basically was like, "Look, I need some time. Mm. I wanted to see other people," mm. and I told her that. And I think maybe that made her sad. And then after that, was the sex back to normal, or is that when everything changed? Um, we had one incredible makeup sex session, and then it was different after that. Yeah. Yeah, you guys may need to have a serious talk particularly before you get married, I would Mm. argue in front of a marriage counselor, go to counseling. You know, one good thing about the Catholic church, say what you will, is if you want to get married in the church, you have to go through some counseling. I would go and and look at the SSRI stuff in conjunction with the emotional component because women, the minute we resent you, that's what shuts down first. That Mm. shop is closed, homie. So So it's not just that we want our emotional needs met. It's actually if we build resentments, that you are resenting us. That's the main Oh, that's trend. number one that shuts that's down. One. I don't want to bang you anymore if I hate you. Mm. She might still be harboring why she, some then stuff. Why, are they even, why do you do the relationship then? She Because especially if... I don't think she hates me. Yeah. Nah, she might secretly But why? Resent. Why would you be in the relationship? Because, because I'll t- it's, it's the beauty pageant thing, right? Especially in their situation. You want to be chosen over all others. He mm. breaks up with her to go out with many others. And then he comes back to her and is like, guess what? It's you, bitch. And she He's like, that's what I fucking said. Now you're now back. You pay. Now you pay. How long would that pay? <laughs> Until they address it. Have you had a talk about this with her? Like a frank, open talk oh. about that time period and moving forward. You had to talk. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. And we, the SSRI. are really, really good with communication. They do talk about it. And have you told her the sex is suffering, that you're suffering? We, we talk about it all the time. And it's, and it's one of those still. things where it's like, I'm not going to force her to have sex with me. Of course, that'd be insane. So so what I'm doing is I'm just like, I'm accepting it as it is when it comes. But it's really tough because I'm starting yeah. to suppress it. And now my problem, this is a real problem. Now my problem is is like, psychologically, I'm, I'm starting to be unable to achieve erections sometimes. Because you're so I'm, I'm so suppressed. But let me ask you guys this. Let's Let's make a presumption. Let's make a presumption that that this is just how it's going to be and moving forward. Negative. What's the move on my end? How do I how do I deal with it? Get the fuck out, homie. Sorry. Withholding sex and love is a very aggressive move if that's what she's doing. If it's that she has a biological problem that needs to be properly assessed and treated. And I'm I'm listen, there's I because I've been involved, you and I have had these conversations Christine and I about hormone replacement and yeah, how important that is, but I, I got to tell you, it's when the one thing I've noticed seeing women go from shut down to activated again with the hormones in either state, the women seem to have no objective sense about where they are. In other words, yeah, when they're shut down, it. they don't realize they're shut down. And when they're asking That's for true. sex every night, they don't seem to think it's any different than when they were shut down. That's true. It's like you guys, it's the weirdest thing. Whatever biological state you're in is just the way of the world. Yeah. And whatever state That's you were so in. True. And that men are not like that. <laughs> not that we're so insightful, but we are acutely aware of our biological states. 
I mean, we're hungry, we're hungry. We have sex, we want sex. You know what I mean? We, we know this stuff. Yeah. You guys are just sort of in it at all times and can't be objective about it. So yeah. when he talks to her about her shutdown, she doesn't really appreciate that she shut down. And when she's reactivated, she really won't see it. it this, now, I'm not saying for all women, I but, know. but she won't see it as what was happening she before. But I, she, <sighs> fuck, but it's I a weird you, thing. It's a it, weird thing to watch. But look, we can't, I can't solve your problem, but I can tell you before you get married to this woman, yeah, you, gotta solve these things. you need to you hammer this out. it out. Go to a marriage counselor, a you, therapy you both counselor. You have to be excited about being with each other. You have to wake yeah. up every day. It has to be exciting. Not exciting in the sense that you're you know, excited, but you have to be wanting to be with this person every day. You have to wake up every day yeah. wanting to be with this because person. Because marrying her, it's not going to change it and it's not going to get better on its, its gonna own. It's going to get worse after yeah. children. It's going to, oh, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> she don't want to fuck now. She ain't going to want to fuck with kids unless she likes to fuck. Oh, it's so fuck. sad. Bothers me so much when people get like that. It's just not fair. It's not right? fair. And he sounds no. like a sweet guy. Well, he does sound like a guy. Except when he broke up I think I think you really work on that. <laughs> hey, listen, man. He probably was super young. I'm assuming he was in college. Yeah. And it's brutal to hear though. He shouldn't have said it, but he should not have continued in the relationship because men, when they're not ready, they are not ready. They need to go out and sort of be themselves. But Can I tell you something? Don't tell her that. I know. That was the mistake. Not not the, just conceal. Conceal. Don't conceal. It's just, I don't want to go on. It's like, it's just, that's just the fact. But why? Okay. But let's do some role playing. Okay. Okay. You're the, you're the, okay. So I want to get married. Uh, uh, you want to get married, right? Wait, I, let's get married. Let's get, no, I'm not ready. I'm just not ready. What do you mean? Don't you love me? I do love you, but I am not. I am too. I don't know. I don't know who I am. I don't know where I am in the world. I, I'm still going to finish my residency. I love you. I think you're. The, so what do we do? I love you too, but I. This is not. If you have to do that, I. Mm-mm. You're out. That's it. It's an ultimatum. We're done. Well, you would have to give me the ultimatum, and then well, that's it. And then you're just done. gonna break up with me. I, I, what am I? I can't. I can't. I, just, I know myself. I can't do okay. this. I know. Well, then it fine. It would destroy everything if I did that. It'll destroy everything I, because I God, because I will so screw it up later. I'll do. I won't be. This. Oh, would, oh, this oh, is my point smart. with men. This whole business about you know. That's smart. I'm in, I'm I'll in screw my, you up later. Yeah, I'm in Say my. Say that. I'll screw you up later. I, I'm in my middle age crisis. Fuck those people. Fuck that. I you know. should have done that when you were 20 and stood I up for yourself and do whatever Fucked. the fuck you need to do by yep. yourself when you're 20. And then you don't feel that way when you're 40 and 50. Know. You know, I it's know. A, come on now. It's not the, oh, the midlife crisis. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You fucked up earlier. You're going to suck it up. in your 20s. A hundred percent. Get that, get that AIDS in the like 20s. <laughs> when does it get the, what is that other one? The gout, got the gonorrhea. <laughs> the gout of the gonorrhea. Get the gonorrhea. That was last week. Yeah. Uh, Justin, he's in Texas. Hey, what up, Justin? Hello, how are you guys today? Good, we are good. What's what happening? Got? Nothing, nothing. Just hanging out. I saw you guys made a post about uh, relationship questions. Yeah, I got I, one. I have kind of have one of my own. Okay. okay, let's do it. Okay, so I am a 34-year-old man who doesn't really... Uh, seek out relationships. I don't consider myself to be uh, physically unattractive or unattractive. And I was just wondering if it's normal for, you know, if there's anybody else out there who is in my position and they kind of don't really want a relationship or, or at this point in time in their life, is that normal? Uh, am I okay? Well, I mean, we, we are not in a position to sort of say no. That's if, if, you know, if you're cool with it, I mean, you're cool with it. That, that's sort of how you'd kind of look at that kind of thing. Have you never wanted a relationship? 
No, I've had relationships in the past. I've had uh, girlfriends and things like that, but it's just always, it was always just so messy and, and a lot of, I don't know, it wasn't a good experience. And so I figured I would wait until, you know, uh, I was better able to afford a relationship before I go out looking for a relationship. You know, I think he's sort of representative of young people now. There's a lot of people that feel like this. That it, what? Because they can't afford to keep No, a, a lot of men will go, yeah, it was painful. I've got my porn. I'm okay. The girls, were they're messy. They asked a lot of me. I couldn't deliver. I just, I just, it's too much, too painful. I, I hear that a lot from people that they're, That's what from happening this guy's in, age to like 25. The Japanese culture, it's happening a lot too. They have like virtual girlfriends. Um, and, and so he's not unusual. Maybe he's not excited by the types that he's dating. No, it's, it's, you gotta listen to what he said. What did he say? It, it's, it's a burden. It's tough. They were difficult. Ooh. And, and they're asked a lot of him that he's like, mm. you know, it's like, I'm not sure it's <laughs> right. Am I right? Like Miley Cyrus. I can look, I can love me better than you can, you know? Mm. He, he didn't get much out of it. A lot of it was asked of him. I, 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 don't, I don't quite understand this, but I'm hearing this kind of thing quite a bit from people this age. But I'm trying to understand, you know, like, you, I want to go deeper into this barrel Yes, yes here. we should. Like, we should. Like, what, what is this? Is this well, it's, it could be something unique about him, first of all. Just because he sounds like a lot of kids this age doesn't mean he is like a lot of kids. Right. Like, for instance, Justin, do you come from a traumatic background or do you have a broken family, that kind oh, of thing? Oh, is this when we guess? Mm. <laughs> I went, my background. <laughs> I, I'm going to go. <laughs> I... I <laughs> I would say it's a little bit traumatic, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's it, it, uh, it, it wasn't really a lot of like uh, you are important in my family. I wouldn't yeah. say that. Uh, you know, like it, it was never you were never made to feel a sense of individuality or importance within me. And um, and, and did you have uh, was it a, a broken family? Mm-hmm. No, and they're still together. I, I would say they're emotionally broken. I wouldn't say okay. that they're. Uh, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't say that they're. They're not physically separated. And but, did you have any overt um, abuse? Because sometimes when I know, when kids are lacking love in the family, they are good targets for abuse by neighbors and camp counselors and things like that. Oh yes, sir. Uh, I wouldn't say camp counselors. I've I've always been a little bit uh, rambunctious, but. Uh, no, I, I I do have a history of uh, sexual assault when yeah. I was a little kid. And so, and did you and uh, did you have that treated? Have you ever had that trauma treated? I, I've been in therapy. Um, okay. I, I think that this is a uh, my lack of uh, wanting a relationship is a manifestation of that. Actually, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I kind I of picking up on. And so, so I I would suggest you know you really have to have specialized trauma care when you've had this kind of stuff go on. Yeah. And things like EMDR and neurobiofeedback yes. and other other things that really go at the the wiring that trauma does to us, so you can sort of reintegrate more, and maybe be able to tolerate relationships better and be more sort of present in ways without it being so burdensome. So that'd be sort of the the road, or or not, or you can just be okay with yourself, like you said, you can do what you want. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. this is it. Just I, I'm great. You just you're missing something. I'm great at like. Uh... You know, I, I just, it's more specifically romantic relationships. Like, I can get along with, with I women understand. and I'm actually. I understand. Um, but just romance, romance is so, I don't know, it just makes me, maybe it's because I was, I don't know, maybe it's the latent Catholic in me, I don't know. No, well, but, it is, uh, it is the, it's the intimacy, right? And when you have trauma, intimacy mm-hmm. is a big challenge. And then there's all kinds of conflicted stuff around sex and sexuality when you had childhood sexual abuse. 
And it's it just affects everything. It just is in there, and you and there is treatments for it. It can be sorted out. And if you don't sort it out, it will just continue to affect things. Now you you seem fine. You're not having you're not a serious mental illness. You're fine. You're in a mood to know. You're fine. You're good with yourself. And if you want to just go along, you certainly can. But there is a richer landscape out there, and yeah. people do need love, play, work. Yeah, we've lost track of that in recent years too. Yeah, love, play, work, love and sex play work we got to have all of them i know and i'm glad that that Ju justin right that was his name yeah that he um He's has enough self-awareness to yeah. go i'm not enjoying this i might need to step back i know a lot of women i'm friends with who are like i cannot have children i am far too traumatized to have yeah. children and you go you know what good 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 yeah. for you yeah so take a step back and do the work on yourself or, 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 not. or not you know it's up to him <laughs> some, some yeah. lifetimes are not for it yeah you know? it's, it's up to him I he sounds it. happy and he sounds fine, fine. maybe how he navigates it i mean it's that's that's okay Totes. and he's had some therapy and stuff but but if he wants a, a richer connection Life. if you can do it if you can do it it's tough man doing the trauma work yeah some people are not cut out we were talking about before we resiliency. turned the mics on mm. resiliency yeah, yeah some people it, are not it's overwhelming to some people yeah fuck yeah it's so it's terrible it's tough it's tough to look into the darkness right it's so we, did hard. we talk about this a couple months ago you and i we talk about it every time we see each other <laughs> the darkness <laughs> the darkness but yeah. did you have the dead spots that i had i talked to you about this didn't I? your emotional dead spots where i would go into like these they, they call it they're called trauma associated dead spots and there are things that people fall into, particularly during deeper relational therapies. Mm. And I would go into these fugue states, and uh, and I would just I would just remember I would just all of a sudden be unable to move. Jesus. And the next thing I'd be aware of, the therapist would go, "Your time is up." And I thought, "Whoa, time was constricting and constricting." Meaning, like you were talking to the therapist, but you and just didn't even know what the fuck. No, you no, were so I dissociated. stopped talking too, and she would just sit there and sit with it for 50 minutes or however long it was. And eventually they just sort of sealed up. They stopped. So by having wow. another person there with you, because those dead spots are highly anxiety provoking. They're, yeah. they're dead. You're dead. And so going into these dead states, your brain hates it. And have somebody let you go in and hold you there while you're there. It's very powerful. You would sit there for 50 minutes in a fugue state, not saying anything. Correct. And you didn't, you weren't aware of the, the time hour. passing. Mm -mm. That I've never had that happen. Mm -mm. But 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 I my Fuck. brain would certainly not go anywhere near that shit by itself. You were really traumatized. I was really traumatized, but I also did very very deep psychotherapy work, very deep. Oh, God, and I, uh, I want to <laughs> go every day. Well, most people can't get to that. What I was able to get through, that. I I consider that some of the talent of my therapist. But but most people can't get to that without EMDR and things like that. That, yeah, that these are the tricks that. we use to get people to those places. And they feel overwhelmed and broken and, and confused when they get into them or in and out of them because it's so unnatural for your brain mm -hmm. to let you go there. And that's the part that needs to be reintegrated with the rest. And so when you say it's overwhelming and hard, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's scary. It took me What's forever, it? too. I, I knew there was something up. I was just like, I'm going to keep coming every week. It's, what was up? That was, that, that, these, it was nothing dynamic. It was nothing like, oh, I need to talk about blah, blah, blah. No, I needed to experience things in the presence of another person who could make me feel safe. Just the darkness. So just it wasn't the, a particular hole. memory no, you brought up. Nothing. It was just the just falling into the hole. Yeah, I've done that. Okay. Oh, but I've had panic attacks getting too close to the hole. Okay. That, that, was, that was that's my that's my go to on yeah. out in the world. But in therapy I, I was able to go in oh. and they just sort of they sort of healed up. 
Yeah. And then the panic and the anxiety went away. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. I was just talking to someone about that during lunch, Mm -hmm. that uh, you can wake up one day and no longer have anxiety about a certain situation, thing, or whatever, because you've healed, Mm -hmm. you've done the work behind Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, it's cool. So you're able to go in the darkness? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had a panic attack. Uh, Something prompted it, but it was in the middle of the night. I was like... I just freaked out and had a panic attack and I hadn't had one in years. And then I told my shrink about it and we went there and we went into it mm. together. Yeah. And then yeah, I don't have panic anymore. I had it for, oof. I don't have it either. Oh, oh my no. God. Did I have bad panic? And some of it is the, the younger brains are prone to this stuff too. You know, yeah. 18 to 25. It's like, shit. We're old brains. Old brains, man. Made it. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just deteriorating. Middle-aged brain. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, dude, I'm senior brain. Senior brain. Uh, let's do some video, shall we? A little <laughs> palate cleanser. I've got a lot more calls back. still out there. I got to oh, get to. Oh, let's do some calls too. I don't want to. Okay, more calls. Let's okay. do them all okay. because I want these people to be served. Okay, okay. It's two more to go. Yeah. Don't don't create anymore. This is uh, Andrew. Okay, Andrew. Hello. Hi, Hi. mommy. Hey, Hi, mommy. Jeans. Hey, Jesus. This is awesome. Hi. How are you guys? Oh, good. Great. What's up? Good. Uh, nothing. I just had some relationship <laughs> advice. Okay. Mm. What'd you got? Um, so my parents. Oh, sorry. Have Go had... into it. Your parents? Yep. Yeah, so my parents are leaving. Um, they're moving out of state, and uh, I have a girlfriend uh, that I've currently been with for over a year now, and we're taking over the lease to the house in about three months. Okay. And I'm nervous um, because there's some, she has some drinking problems, and mm-hmm. it's not really fun with her when she's drunk, <laughs> but I love her to death. <laughs> she's a big child. <laughs> it's just, it's, so bad and i just don't know like if this is going to turn into like a bigger problem it's not like she's drinking all the time but it's when she drinks she really fucking drinks she rips so is uh do you come from a family with an alcoholic one of your parents nope no No. i'm a i'm a recovering addict of five years Ah. from uh cocaine okay so you know what this is right her her illness Are, are you in the program you just stopped uh, no, I, I haven't been in the program for a couple of years. But, but you, you know, like, you're familiar with it. You're familiar with the program. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yep. you're familiar with yep. alcoholism and what it is and how it works, right? So you're not going in blindly. You've seen yep. it. You've seen it in the rooms. You know what this is. And you also know that not everyone that has the gene and the potential loses control. I mean, maybe she's one of these people that can kind of cruise along for a long period of time without losing control. Uh, is she open to sort of guidance on her condition? <laughs> I'm laughing because uh, she 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 goes to therapy now actually. <laughs> but it, but is she is um, she showing any insight into the excesses? Um, kind of. Okay. Um, so it, so you know, let's say she loses control. How, how are you going to be with that? Uh, I, I'm not okay with that. I I don't want to deal with the out of control person. Um, who would you, would you, I understand. Would you leave at that point unless she dealt with her condition? I don't know. Yeah. So maybe a little Al-Anon or something for you. Just a couple meetings, just kind of sound it out a little bit. I mean, it's free. It's you can do it on Zoom, you know, It, it, these are really interesting questions. They're, they're philosophical. They're philosophical because it's easy to go, Hey man, you're with an alcoholic. You want to deal with that? Fuck that. 
no, you, you're an addict. You know what it is. You don't want to, somebody not to love you because of your condition. You know, you could relapse any minute. That could happen to you, but yeah. you still want somebody to be in a relationship with you and as well they should. And she hasn't lost control yet. She may never lose control or she might lose control. You have to be very clear on yeah. where you are with this and what you're willing to tolerate. And if you can say to yourself, you know, I love her so much. She's got this condition. Any different that you said she's diabetic and not taking care of her diabetes. And I don't want to sit in the hospital while she has neuropathy and, you know, DKA. I don't want to deal with that because she's not taking care of her diabetes. Right. That yeah. might be a reason, too. Yeah. Or you might go, shit, it's not her fault. She has diabetes. I love her anyway. Well, we'll see what happens in this. My suspicion is what you're going to do is go. She's great. I love her. We'll see what happens. And then you're going to have to be very clear on what you do if she loses control. That's all. You have to talk, you know, get some Al-Anon peers going and figure out what you do. It's, it's a philosophical question. Yeah, because yeah, it's not like she's drinking all the time. Is she really you're making excuses. You're making, you're making deals about her alcoholism now. I love when they bargain. <laughs> yeah. It's I not that it. bad. I hate you, Dr. Drew. I hate you. <laughs> 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 I know. I know this condition very, very well. And, and so, just just go to some Al-Anon. You, it's a, it's a. Re, you really do love her. She really is a great person. She really does have a real condition, and you got to figure out where you are with that. It's just it's about you with yourself now. And then she needs to do. She needs to get more realistic about his condition too. And she might be fine. She might control it the rest of her life. I, I don't know. It might be okay. And, uh, you know, you got to, these are hard questions, right? Pain, philosophical. It's, it's all gray area. Yeah. This kind of a thing is yeah, so gray. If she gray. were presently completely out of control, you go, do you want to deal with this or not? <laughs> you know, if, you want to have an alcoholic deal with the rest of your life or, or not? And if not, get the fuck out of there. But if yes, then go to Al-Anon and let's get her better and let's keep working on it. And you're just going to be a lifelong project. But hey. uh, she's not there yet and she may never get there. Who knows? So. And, and back to the discussion we had with the girl who, Samantha, was it? Who wants to be a little more stimulated the in a relationship? Wait, no, not different. The one that was like, he's boring. Oh yeah. Yo, this is why you marry this is, boring. Th that's exactly right. This is what. This is why. This is what she's looking for. Yeah. This is the, this yeah. is the like, bah, 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 yeah. guy. Mm -hmm. You don't want. Bah, bah, bah. You mm -hmm. want just fucking boring. Mm -hmm. Trust me. Mm -hmm. Trust me. I've dated Trust these Christina. fucking guys. They suck. You don't want it. Get boring. Boring. I, I, I always give people the opportunity to sort of be. Some gray. Yeah, well, everyone's got looking. their shit. It, Hi, it, mommy. Right, everyone's got their shit, everyone's and it, it is a philosophical shit. question, not a medical question. What kind of shit can you endure? Pick your suffering, right? Pick your suffering. Joe, how about you, my friend? <laughs> Poor Joe. Is that, is that me? Yes, That's you. you. That's you. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I guess, what was your question? I don't know. What's your question? Uh, my question? Oh, oh, oh shit, well... I kind of wanted to know, like, what what do you guys know about like schizophrenia and all that stuff? Because like, yeah, like, what do you guys know about schizophrenia? Like, um, the medical I've aspect of it. Dealt with it a lot. Are you are you have you been given that diagnosis? Um, yes, I've, um, a few years ago, uh, about 12, 2014, I was diagnosed uh, schizophrenia, mm -hmm. in and out of the hospital for I guess like three years and all mm -hmm. stuff. And currently, my my diagnosis is schizoaffective. Mm. Um, so I was, I was wondering, like, what do you guys know about that? And, like, can you give me any, like, things? Like, give me your perspective of right. it. And, like, maybe I All can right. give you my perspective of it. All right. So schizophrenia is a, is a serious mental illness. It's a brain condition. It's associated with very specific changes in the brain. There is a spectrum. It's a spectrum of disorders from really severe advance where people are 
talking to themselves and they're not in reality and have trouble coming back versus more milder states mm. where people sort of hear voices and you know might get confused and paranoid at times. All of it responds extremely mm. well do, to do you, Go ahead. Do you believe it's a chronic disease? Like you have it for the rest of your life? Or well, schizophrenia, yes. These like are over time with... Th these are all chronic illnesses, but they can be they can be very well managed. I mean, and the problem with schizophrenia is that it progresses if it isn't treated. This is the thing that kills me about schizophrenia, that if, if you don't get people early and treat them frequently and often, they can do great. I mean, you wouldn't even be able to tell many times with certain kind of schizophrenia syndromes that somebody ha is, is mm. having this condition. I mean, me... Like me personally, like I've um, I, I was on the meds and all that stuff, and like personally, I don't really believe in like pharmaceuticals and all that stuff. Um, but I've been off my meds for like the last, I like, guess, going on two years now, mm. and and like I like like you had mentioned, like bringing yourself back to reality and everything. Um, I feel like, uh, like how can I how, how can I explain well, that? I, like, I will tell I you that my earlier, that there like, are there's evidence that cognitive behavioral therapies can be helpful in helping you identify your delusions when they occur, so you don't fall all the way into them. And if you start developing delusions, you can take a little something to get you back on track, and that can be a, a fine way to do it. And by the way, schizoaffective is not the same as schizophrenia. It's not so progressive. Schizo is more of a you know, it's effective. It's a mood disorder and schizo has a psychotic component and a mood component. And as one psychiatrist explained to me once, there's schizo effective, more mood, and there's schizo effective, more psychotic. And so you have certain, you know, balances amongst these two. And it's not as progressive, it's not as severe as schizophrenia. And so good, yeah, do you, you did take advantage take of the treatments. But, but because it's a brain thing, you've got to do some meds, at least intermittently. And, and if you don't take them, and it is schizophrenia, it can destroy your brain. You can yeah. be really destroyed by it. And I tell you, my mother deteriorated significantly. Mm. It doesn't get better. <laughs> well, yeah. You got to treat it. And it sounds like the blessing in the skies, if you will, is that he got diagnosed early. Yeah, and he's insightful. He's smart. Yeah, he's he, thinking about he's it. He's reaching out for help. That's amazing. Yeah, and That's so, but good. but do you know? Find somebody you can trust and stay stay in a relationship with that therapist or whatever that relation that mental health professional. And just it's it's a chronic thing. It, you got to kind of yeah. tune it up every once in a while. Look, I have mood disorders. I have anxiety disorder. I, you have you have so schizo effective, yeah, and I've days. you know been in decades of therapy and this yeah. and that and you know we're all fucked up, yo. Yeah, yo. <laughs> you, but treatment works. That's the other thing you got to yeah. keep my treatment work. Let's talk about some TikTok here. Let's, <laughs> let's do a little TikTok. Let's let's, let's lift the mood. A little sorbet. <laughs> a little cleansing. Oye, Adri, dame un consejo de amor. Oh. All right. And, uh, do we have a funner, a funner one than the the armless woman? That's pretty fun. You think that one's? <laughs> I fun? think this, oh, she's awesome. I love her. Okay. What's she saying? She's saying nothing, nothing, she's nothing. It's crazy. If what? Shit. Talking shit about somebody? All right. Well, anyway, I get the message. Oh, oh there boy. You go. This is what I'm talking about. Oh, dude. Christina, why do you send these? My name is Vines. Oh. <laughs> Vines? Mm, I'm an old goth. Oh. She's I'm enchanting. I guess how old. She's enchanting you right now? I am. She is not. Is she 800 years old? No, no, no. I'm here. She's using her eyes to enchant you. Oh, I didn't I notice. 
She's got a little bit of a talk eye going. This my <laughs> that left eye's talked a little bit. I'm TikTok. Keep you. Oh fuck! Hold on. What? No, my kid has to get picked up for this. Oh, we gotta wrap it up. Maybe forever. Maybe just until I get bored with you. Let's see. Depends on how good you are for me. You know something we've never talked about? <laughs> this is crazy. <sighs> yeah. We'll wrap up. So, so we never talk about ASMR. I hate this it. This is ASMR. This is a little bit of that. I hate it. She's got the fingernails and the whispery and all stuff. I like it. This is where you and I differ. We finally found something we really differ on. This is it. I mean, they've gone way over the trop, and it's so insane with the, the microphones with the little shit on. You know what I, I do like is when um, I like hearing their nails click. Yeah, yeah. That, like the long nail mm -hmm. ASMR is not that bad, but when that that actually was a TikTok, it's the it's the vampire lane. She was trying to, she was pretending to be a vampire, and she was enchanting you. Oh, well, That work. was the... Didn't, you didn't work. just I'm, get I'm, enchanted by no. that bitch. I, it was the TikTok eye that kept bringing me out. Dude, she I had was that talk eye. Going. I was fully invested. Really, in my, nah. bro. I just got the last ASMR experience from her, and that's about it. So, Dang. any more before we go? One more. All right, here we go. Oh yeah, <laughs> these guys with the ligers. <laughs> yeah, amazing. That's quite a world. Okay. All right, my dear. Been oh, great spending good. time with yeah, you. Yeah, sorry, my kid. The, they lost power. In the house? At school. Oh. And so my, my little kiddo needs to get picked up. Oh, we'll go do it. Perfect timing. Much we just more, did it. We just finished it. Much more important. We learned so much. Did you? You learned a lot? Meow, 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 What's wrong with us? <laughs> Middle-aged brain. <laughs> Elder brain. Uh, meow, meow, buddy. Get, uh, go watch uh, where my mom's at. Uh, Oh, yeah. What, okay. Watch where my mom's at. Your mom's house. Buy my lipstick. Christina P. Oh, Online.com yeah. for all of that stuff, yo. I am mm. on tour. I'm a, I'm a choreographer, a producer, a director, Chore a, oh, a poet. I ain't doing all that. Check out my shit. streaming show, Dr. Drew. Ask Dr. Drew at uh, 3 o'clock Pacific time. We've got some interesting stuff going, particularly on Wednesdays, 3 o'clock Pacific. Check that out. It's all over at drdrew.com, and we'll see you next time. Bye. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.